the shell appears strong, but the inside is right. It's time to be stirred. The time is now. The winds have changed. Read the signs. No time to hide. The winds have changed. Millennia ago, from the little cave on the tiny island of Patmos in the Aegean Sea, the heavens opened. Since then, the world has been fascinated by the cosmic upheaval brewing on the horizon of history. The upheaval is now upon us. It is within us. To some degree, it always has been. But there has been a sudden and violent shift in the affairs of the world. The winds have changed. Heaven will not be silent. Let's now join Father Anthony Bush, pastor of St. Stanislaus Koska, the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy in Chicago, and author of A Mother's Plea, for the winds have changed. Together we can pave the way for a hopeful response to the signs of our times. Everybody and welcome. Tony, Christina, Armand over there on the other side. How are you guys doing? Welcome. Yeah. It's, it's cold. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it is, cold. it is cold. And <laughs> snow. The first, our first snow. Yes. Uh, right? Uh, gosh, you know, I don't want to waste any time. I just want to, uh, because it, there's, it, it, with what's going on in the... In the world. In the right? world, in the, in the Holy Land, and... Just everywhere. I mean, everywhere. just everywhere. They're just uh, it's uh, oh, these fires. You know, it's it's just like you when you say, "Okay, we're here," and you don't never know what comes into the door. I kind of feel like all these fires that are burning. Doesn't feel like it. Yeah. yeah. And where do you go? Yeah. You know, got to lean into Christ. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, well, we're going to begin with prayer, but I want to begin with uh, actually the reading from the day uh, from Paul's letter to the Romans, because I re I recall going, you know, when I was in the uh, way back when I went to the seminary and uh, trying to make sense out of what seemed to be a lot of craziness and just uh, just an upside-down world even mm -hmm. then, you know, it seems to me. Uh, maybe I just come too much from uh, this background of law and order and, you know, the, my, my image of uh, the church really came to me through my grandmother, when she would visit us, and just uh, it, it, just the, the beauty of her prayer, watching her pray, um, watching her clean, uh, just her, just everything about her. Uh, she, she would visit us from time to time. We were an Air Force family, so we were moving around from place to place, and she would come and stay. And it was just, uh, it was like a visitation from the Blessed Mother, you know, and. Uh, and I just I was I just was so inspired by that. I didn't go to Catholic schools. I went to public schools, and and just uh, having her there gave me a, a window into uh, the best, or what I what I only knew of the Catholic Church. I I, I loved it. It was just so beautiful uh, watching her pray the Rosary, and uh, even you know going to Mass and watching her. She would pray at Mass. You know, it was just a it was uh, it, it it inspired me so much, but it, it drew me so deep into to wanting that whatever it was that she had, what it, whatever it was that was uh, that, that stirring in her soul. Uh, obviously, God, um, and that, that that's that was just my experience. Every time that she would uh, visit us, you know, it wasn't often, but it was uh, enough during those formative years of your life. You know, it, it just 
just a, a beautiful experience. And so I guess, you know, as you get older, uh, isn't it the truth, you know, when you're 12, you always want to be, you, you, you can't wait till you're 20, you know. Right. Then when you're 20, you kind of wish you were back uh, to being 12, or maybe not quite 20, but as you start moving through life, you know, you uh, the, the trials and the tribulations, or as, as St. John opens uh, the book of Revelation, I, John, your brother, I share with you the distress, the kingdom, and the endurance we have in Christ Jesus. And this idea that, uh, you know, there's going to be this perfection uh, we're we're so quickly disillusioned, aren't we? If we're not dis, if we're, if we're not disillusioned as children, or as young people, we certainly uh, we become disillusioned as we go through life. Uh, the only uh, recourse we have, or we learn, is to lean into into Christ. And if life has has taught me anything, uh, teaches me a lot, but. One thing is the only the, the only one to be fully tr- trusted is God, is God. Not that not that I I think I one of my weaknesses is that I trust maybe too much, you know, uh, and yet. Uh, but but you learn, you know, you get burned and you you make mistakes and uh, and I've certainly done that um, with good intentions. Uh, I'm not going to go through all the the stuff of the past uh, week and all that, but. Um, and that happens to all of us, Father, that we, we trust and, and then we disappoint. That's why, like you said, we the only one we could trust is, is God. Because even myself, right. I could disappoint others right. as well. So I, I, just, I, think it's, I, I think my issue is that because I'm in a public uh, sure. forum, you know, so I have a, a platform, so to mm-hmm. speak, you know, and it's uh I don't I, I just I'm actually I'm coming just right off uh, a letter that I wrote uh, in, in preparation for this this coming Sunday and and the prophet Malachi from the book of Malachi he's he's very very uh, uh, he admonishes the priests of, of the day and so just reflecting on that and 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 looking back and I, I often in fact I actually wrote you know I uh, you know, I, I I look back and I think, gosh, I, over all these years of my priesthood, I would have, I could have, I should have, mm-hmm. if only, mm-hmm. you know, and wanting to go back and be 29 and, and start anew uh, with what I know now. Uh, but gratitude, you know, for God's perseverance uh, in spite of me, in spite of my failings or failings, not feelings, but failings uh, or my idiosyncrasies or my rough edges or, you know, it's it's. Because I, I have a lot of passion, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of my problem, too, is there's always this fire that's burning inside me. And uh, especially for love of God and for love of the faith. But I but come to realize that people have a whole different take on mm. the faith and on the church and all that based on perhaps their own experiences or whatever it might be. Uh, their their take on God, you know. Uh, what, 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 brings some, what brings somebody to, to reject a God who is a God of love, whose greatest attribute is mercy, but but who is a demanding God, not a permissive God, as we so often say. Um, you, you know, it just uh, one has to. Yes, you have to know people's story. You got to know where you know. You got to know their story, but it's impossible to. I, I I realize, I guess, how hard it is. You know, you I, I spend a lot of time in the chapel in prayer. I prepare for, you know, when I write, I write in the chapel. Uh, when I um, 
as I prepare for the homily or, or even radio, not so much because I, I'm radio. I'm running from one thing to the next, but but nonetheless, I, I bring. The, I hope. I hope the 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 fruit of my prayer into uh, the radio. It's 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 a conversation, you know. So I am certainly. I, I pray that I don't get in the way, and I know that I that I often do. But uh, but nonetheless, I guess the point I'm making is that uh, it's. Uh, it's 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 a, it's a quite a challenge today mm-hmm. uh, because of hypersensitivity because of the polarization of people's great division. Um, it, it's uh, something that I don't I, I wasn't quite so aware of it in, in such an intense way as I am now, and uh, and it's it, it's it's in the church. It's outside the church. It's uh, I mean, my gosh, you know even. Can you can you go through the day and not think of what's happening in the Holy Land, uh, and uh, you know just, just the, the 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 atrocities, the horrific reality of war. I mean, we're seeing we're seeing it in a in in, in a way that we haven't seen we haven't seen such a thing. I think for so long. Does does do you think? No, you haven't. I mean, I look at it too. It, I mean, let me just say, I, I think about, uh, you know, we go back to the Vietnam era. Mm-hmm. I, we were all kids at that time. My father was in the war in, in Vietnam. Uh, I remember those images, but they were, you know, we didn't have Internet. We didn't have uh, yeah. so all this the substances. So we're so exposed to so much now. You yeah. see everything. Not, yeah. Before it wasn't that, it wasn't right in your face, yeah. and I would say. Or, you, or, yeah. you, or you'd see the photos and pictures mm-hmm. of. Uh, World War Two or World World War One. You studied that in school. You you saw the uh, images from the Holocaust and 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 and, and the like, and and they, and they were horrific. But it was as, as if that was something that could never ever happen again. That yeah. that was something that was in the past, and that we've somehow evolved well beyond that. And we come to the realization that we have not uh, nothing new under the sun. You know. It seems um, like there's a whole new generation that now do not see things like this the way we did. No, not at all. And, and it, mm-hmm. it's really sad, and it's 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 funny you you have these these thoughts because I was just talking to a neighbor of mine, and we were doing the same thing. You know, where has the world come? And and then it's funny because when you when you say you know. And I know this myself, being in the world too. Everybody is so hypersensitive. You don't know what to say and how to say it, but you agonize. Some of us agonize trying to do this, and and, and right. you're gonna you're gonna insult somebody, or somebody's gonna take your words and they're gonna say, "Well, you're this or you're that." And how do we express ourselves? You know, I, I just I. I yeah, I just it's almost as if you know, just uh, be silent. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> but but say then, nothing, but you know, because you can't please everybody. But Sorry. this is the thing: we as Catholics, can't, we're not no, supposed we no, to no, say no, of course. silent. I could think of Jeremiah, especially a the, priest. The lament of Jeremiah. That's mm-hmm. the, I've, I've been living that all all week. You know, it's it's like I, yeah. uh, you know, I I here I I sit alone in the midst of merrymakers mm-hmm. because I said yes to you, Almighty God, and then of course he. The, 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 I don't uh, presume that I'm uh, always, that, that I'm doing the right thing. So, you know, that's why, you know, when I go to pray uh, or as I prepare for a homily or, or, or you know, do my writings, um, 
I, I, I don't presume that I'm doing the right, that I'm necessarily, I, I, what I'm praying, I ask God, don't, don't, don't get me, let me not get in the way. Right. Let me not, let, you know, let me hear your voice mm-hmm. and, and not this voice within me that is uh, perhaps my voice, uh, but not hearing God's voice. But anyway, let's uh, we'll, we'll come back because we'll we we're on the uh, eve of uh, All Saints Day, Halloween, the, we, the, mm-hmm. the eve of the hallowed ones, the holy ones. Mm-hmm. But I do want to uh, just uh, take a, we'll pray. Uh, I want to pray a decade of the rosary and, uh, and also the, uh, the chaplet uh, for peace. You know, we need to pray for peace. But I want to uh, begin this with a reading from today, uh, read throughout the, the Catholic world. Um, Paul's letter to the Romans, because it, it, it really, as I said, I go back to when I was in seminary, and this reading, this reading really spoke to me uh, about the reality uh, that constitutes life in this world. And, and, and St. Paul writes, he says, brothers and sisters, he's like, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed for us. For creation awaits with eager expectation the revelation of the children of God. For creation was made subject to futility, not of its own accord, but because of the one who subjected it, in hope that creation itself would be set free from slavery to corruption and share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. We know that all creation is groaning in labor pains even until now. And not only that, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit we also groan within ourselves as we await, as we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that sees for itself is not hope, for who hopes for what he sees. But, he, but if we hope for what we do not see, we wait with endurance. And isn't that, again, going back to St. John Opening the book of Revelation, I, John, your brother, I share with you the distress, the kingdom, and the endurance we have in Christ Jesus. Uh, let us pray for peace and conversion. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give, Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, the soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless and the treasure of compassion inexhaustible, look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us that in difficult moments we might not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. O Mary, conceived without sin, Pray, Pray for, for us who have recourse to Thee. O Mary, conceived without sin. Pray for us who have recourse to Thee. O Mary, conceived without sin. Pray for us who have recourse to Thee. Saint Joseph. Pray for us. Saint Michael the Archangel. Pray for us. In the name of the Father and of the Son 
and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, everybody, we'll take a break. I'm Father Anthony on Winds of Change on AM 750 WNDZ. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy. St. Stan's is an exceptional private elementary school in Chicago, serving preschool, age three and four, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, and first grades. We incorporate Catholic values and rigorous academic, social-emotional learning, Chinese, Spanish, STEM, and more, providing our students with leadership and life skills to transform our world. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy is conveniently located one block north of Division on Noble, just off the Kennedy Expressway. To schedule your tour, visit ststanschicago.org. ststanschicago.org. I'm Father Anthony Bush, pastor of St. Stanislaus Koska, the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy in Chicago, and you are listening to The Winds of Change. Here is an update on the Fulton Sheen petition. We Catholics stand just inches from the goal line to have the saint we desperately need now, Venerable Fulton Sheen, publicly declared blessed. Yet new obstacles keep arising to delay this from happening. The Diocese of Peoria is now requiring the unanimous support of the U.S. bishops behind the beatification of Fulton Sheen before a new date is set for the ceremonial mass. This has never been necessary in the church's history. The Fulton Sheen Movement's petition drive to set a new date soon for Sheen's beatification mass now has 10,000 Catholics from around the world clamoring for this. We need this voice magnified by hundreds of thousands more Catholics. And you can help us do that. Take action. Go to FultonSheenMovement.com and sign the petition and share it everywhere because everyone agrees that we need Blessed Fulton Sheen now more than ever. Bye now and God love you. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for being with us. And uh, so we're right on the uh, on the cusp of All Saints Day. Uh, I want to go back uh, to the readings uh, this past week uh, because it, it it it'll come to the uh, it addresses the, uh, the 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 great need. What do we need today? But we need saints uh, more than anything. Uh, the only solution, the only solution to the the world's problems or to the problems in the church. Uh, are, are saints, holiness of life, uh, that, that there are people who are disposed and receptive and um, have the humility to, to be infused with the Spirit of God. Uh, how he confounds the wise of this world through the Anawim, through the by, by the way, I had said little people, and I got chided for that, but uh, the little people were, you know, it's when I, within the context of what I was saying, you know, it's the, the remnant. It's uh, the humble people, people on their knees who are trying to navigate, just trying to navigate through life, through the craziness of life, to, to raise their children, to, to somehow, uh, well, they're really pushing against the wind, they're swimming against the current, and they know it. And how do I safeguard and protect my marriage and my family in a world that uh, seemingly has so little regard for God or for God's law? You know, and so it's, uh, it's, it's the humble uh, but in any, in, 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 in any case, as, as, there's nothing new under the sun, but in, in, in the gospel two weeks ago on Sunday, the Pharisees were plotting how they might entrap Jesus, knowing well. And, and this was something that struck me in a very powerful way, knowing well that he was a man of integrity who taught the way of God and was not concerned with anyone's opinion nor regard for their status. 
That's a very important point to keep in your mind. In any case, they tried to entrap him from a political perspective. That was two weeks ago. Um, this past week, on Sunday, the Pharisees again put Jesus to the test, but this time regarding the laws of God, asking him which commandment of the law is the greatest. And Jesus stumps the Pharisees, making no distinction between the commandments, but rather sums all ten commandments into two great commandments and stating emphatically that they are one. Now, it's very important to understand that because there's a common uh, attitude today that, you know, yes, the, the Shema, love the Lord your God with your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit and all your strength. Uh, he corrected, he, he answered uh, correctly, but he says uh, the second commandment's like the first, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Um, but again, this is a summation of the Ten Commandments. He's not doing away with the Ten Commandments because he begins the Sermon on the Mount with the Beatitudes, which we'll hear on All Saints Day, the beatific vision, those who will enjoy the beatific vision uh, because they li lived blessed lives. Um, but then he goes right away from that. He goes right into the commandments. He says, don't think I've come to do away with the commandments. Uh, he's talking about the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments. He says, no, none, none, of the, none, none of this, he was very emphatic about that. None of this is going away. These laws are binding on all people for all time. And as you've heard me say so often, from there he goes on to call us into a, a, a life of high virtue. He says, you've, you've heard it said, you shall not commit adultery. I say, though, if you look with lust on a woman, you've committed this sin. Now, now, thank God, you know, everything kind of balances itself out because Jesus, you know, doesn't mince word, mince words in saying that this is a very narrow path. You can stay on it. And Peter said, Lord, how can man be saved? And he said, for man it's impossible, but for God all things are possible. But that we don't lose our sensitivity to God and all that is sacred and our sensitivity to sin. Do we have the humility to acknowledge that we are sinners and not expect anybody to, to rewrite the laws of God to accommodate our proclivities or inclinations or whatever it might be? Um, so, so the question is, are, are we not unlike the Pharisees? In different ways, we collectively put Jesus to the test, presuming the laws of God can be taken lightly or relegated outright to an era of antiquity. Um, so we find ourselves to, today in a situation very similar to the church in the 12th century. Uh, Jesus from the cross in the parish church of San Damiano called Francis of Assisi. He says, build, rebuild my church. It was a moment of conversion, I mean, a moment of very profound and deep conversion for Francis, and it was an awakening to a dynamic, a mystical, and a deeply intimate relationship with the Lord. And he, and he set out. He, set out to, he, he, he saw a church in ruins, I mean, literally falling apart, little church, and so he went out to rebuild the chapel brick by brick. But God said, no. He says, Francis, no. He says, rebuild my church. My church is in ruins. The souls of my people are empty and cold. Return mysticism to my body, the church. Which means what? But to re re return my spirit 
to the body, my spirit, not the spirit of the world, but my spirit, return mysticism to my body, the church, because he's ahead, we're the body. I desire a renewed church, truly imbued, infused by my spirit. Awaken my people to discipleship. Bring them into communion, one with another, especially conscious of the poor and those in need, and let no one be neglected. Give me possession of your life that others see me in you. In other words, Francis, I want your life. I want you to hold nothing back. Give me your life so that I can reproduce my life in your life. And that's really the goal of the Christian. In the first reading on Sunday was from the book of Exodus, and the people of the covenant are given a mandate to treat all people with, with the dignity that is due them. And if they do not, God's wrath will flare up against them. Now, treating all people with dignity does not equate with condoning sin, sinful behavior, or the violence people inflict on one another. Uh, the, the current narrative that many follow may be summed up in the phrase from the 1960s uh, Beatles hit, All We Need Is Love. That's naive. It's a naive response that denies our need for conversion at the deep levels of our relationship with God and our relationship one to another. The reality is Christian love calls us to, to, to surrender our lives to Christ and hold nothing back. The implication is that we hear the call to repentance, to conversion, transformation in Christ, and to really believe in the power of God's sanctifying and salvific grace. Again, it's no wonder that Jesus calls our way, our way, a narrow path, trod only by the power of God's grace but necessary for peaceful coexistence and salvation. If it's just, you know, it's all we need is love and you can do anything you want, again, it's a permi God is a permissive God, uh, then we find ourselves, as I've said many, many times, swimming in a sea of egos. And then you've got what we've got today. We've got all these people. Yeah, we talk, talk about this hypersensitivity, my rights, um, you, you know, the, the, the glorification of the self, Rather than give glory to God, it's the glorification of myself. Does that, does that make sense? It does, yes. You know, as, and I think really now, at this time, you know, as, as evil encroaches throughout the world with a rapidity reminiscent of the past century, we must turn to God, turn away from the idols that have usurped his centrality to our lives. We need to detach even from some good things and exercise our spiritual muscles that we not be trampled under foot. This is uh, somebody, had, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting how you get these confirmations because I spoke about this on Sunday and uh, in the afternoon I, go, I had gone back for confession, which, which, which by the way, is such a, a, a beautiful thing. And, you know, I, I, I mentioned you know, that we, we do a lot of confessions here. And, you know, when I, even this morning when I was writing, I would have, I could have, I should have, I, if only, you know, as I look back 
over the years of my priesthood that when I say that, I, I mean that I should have uh, always, from the very beginning, offered many, many hours of confession because it's a, it's a sacrament of mercy. And, you know, the, the, the beautiful things that happen in the confessional, uh, and, and, it's not, and, and that's, that's really being a listening church because you're, it's not just that a person confesses their sins, but people bear their soul and their, 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 their fears and their joys and their struggles and their, you know, their, their um, habitual behaviors that are contrary to the, uh, the call of God, the entrapment they feel so often in their lives, and uh, allow them to open themselves up to, the God, to God's grace, to God's grace. Um, even to the point, you know, when people are brought to tears in a confessional, that brings me to tears. Mm. It brings me to tears. Uh, because, uh, because you realize something really, really beautiful is, is happening. So, you know, I, I just think that if, 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 if we could value, you know, open the doors. That was the call that comes to us, right? This is our mission. Open the door. Keep the door open 24-7. And we've tried to, we've fulfilled that mission. We've we, we got to sustain it. And I keep saying I, I, three things that I want in the church. Uh, silence, cleanliness, and the sacred, and, and beauty, and beauty, and uh, and, and, and we've got that, although we have to, we have to work to, to, we have to maintain that. And so the, the, this idea of the sacred, of course, we've got the Blessed Sacrament exposed, except when we're having the Mass. And, 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 and the most beautiful, most beautiful time of day for me is, even, even last week during, it was a very torturous week for me, but being in the confessional, and I, I, don't, I don't see the penitent, but, but I do have my window open. Uh, so I have a view to the uh, to uh, the, the statue of Teresa Dujic, venerable, no, venerable uh, Mary, Mary Teresa Dujic, and also to the uh, the sanctuary. Uh, I, I can't see the monstrance. That's where all the people are praying. But people come in. I just want. Oh, even now we got the 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 Mexican oh, tradition, the, the altar, altar of the dead. Of the dead yeah. It's so beautiful to just watch people come and 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 offer prayers at the. Uh, there before the, uh, the the photos of those who have died, uh, it really is. It's a very moving experience, and these are people I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I can see them, and you know, families come in, and and it's it's you you know that it's a, a moment of grace for them. You you can just sense it, you can feel it, but but just the beauty of uh, this the silence and watching people come, maybe making the stations of the cross, or they're on their knees, or before. Our, uh, Our Lady Guadalupe, I can see Our Lady Guadalupe because she's mm-hmm. directly down the aisle. Um, uh, and it, 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 it's just, it, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And that is, that's the, that's creating the space for the encounter, an encounter with God. And, and just, you know, it, it doesn't require much of us, but I say to keep the, the doors open, open the confessional, uh, keep things clean and safe and sacred, uh, silent, and let God then do the rest. And He does. He does. That's a, the beautiful thing, you know. And I, I can't tell you, you know, 
the, 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 the testimonies, the, the things people have said to me about, you know, just having to, just not knowing why, but coming off the expressway and, and coming to the church and finding the doors open and coming in through these doors and, and God takes over. And God. you feel his presence. You were just saying yesterday, yeah. you, you were uh, praying yesterday, and it's just the, the, the peace, the right? Peace. The peace. People, it's, uh, in, a, in, a, in a world that is suffering the tyranny and noise, we need that. We need that more than anything. Um, it, it's, 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 uh, so, so in, in any case, uh, yeah, these are, uh, these, are fright, these are frightening times we're living in, but we can't allow fear to, be, to paralyze us. Uh, our faith in God is our strength, and we keep our eyes on Christ, crucified with a view to the light and life that lies beyond the cross. And the Lord is our rock. He is our fortress. He is our deliverer. And, and as Jesus assures us, whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him. And elsewhere he says, how, how many times did he say, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments? Again, going back to the commandments. You know, and as, as priests, you know, we have, have, and as parents, too, we have an obligation to, 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 to show people the way, uh, to give them the Word, the Word incarnate, God who has come to us in the flesh to redeem us, God the Father who created us, Jesus who redeemed us, the Spirit that sanctifies us, but to give it, give it to the people un, 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 unadulterated, unadulterated, not the spirit of the age, not the spirit of the world, not uh, any, you know, uh, I use the word Luciferian spirit, but the spirit of God, the spirit of, uh, of Almighty God, the third person of the Holy Trinity, who is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. All right, we'll take a break, and then we'll be uh, right back and uh, just continue, see where we're going to go with uh, this. Um, don't go away. I'm Father Anthony on Winds of Change on AM 750 WNDZ. St. Stanislaus Koska, the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy, is open 24 hours a day, seven days per week for adoration of the Blessed Sacrament in the iconic monstrance. The Blessed Sacrament is reposed during the celebration of Mass and during special events. St. Stan's doors are always open for adoration. Come anytime, day or night. St. Stan's is located two blocks north of Division on Noble, right off the Kennedy. Visit ststanschurch.org. We are the students of St. Stan's La Costa Academy. Your children can join them for face-to-face -face classroom instruction. Visit ststanschicago.org to find out how. And you're listening to the Winds of Change. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy. St. Stan's is an exceptional private elementary school in Chicago, serving preschool, age three and four, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, and first grades. We incorporate Catholic values and rigorous academic social-emotional learning, Chinese, Spanish, STEM, and more, providing our students with leadership and life skills to transform our world. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy is conveniently located one block north of Division on Noble, just off the Kennedy Expressway. To schedule your tour, visit ststanschicago.org. ststanschicago.org. 
Welcome back, everybody. Thanks uh, for being with us. I'm Father Anthony here with Tony and Christina. Yeah, so, you know, the, 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 the church in, in, in conflict and, 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 and deeply polarized, I don't think anybody can deny that, will regain relevancy to the extent that we rediscover the centrality of the holy sacrifice perpetuated in the divine liturgy. I was just writing about this again this morning. I just seem to be, seem to be, to be fixated on this because I see this is so central to the Mass, Mass Misio, or people with a mission. But we have to, what, how, do we, how do we actively participate? We offer our lives a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, our spiritual worship. And again, you know, it was interesting from the cross during the Holy Mass that Jesus called St. Francis of Assisi to rebuild his church. The church belongs to Christ. The church is his body. He is her head. And for our part, you know, as St. Paul, just extrapolating from uh, Paul's letter on Sunday, we serve the living and true God and await his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus who delivers us from the coming wrath. And I really sit with that word wrath because that's a very strong word. And it seems, you know, and, and today there's a, almost a, an allergic reaction to such a word because God's love is incomprehensible and his greatest attribute is mercy. But we pray in the creed, it's the dogma of the church, that, uh, it, extrapolating right from sacred scripture, he will come to judge the living and the day and the dead. There will be, there, there will become, a, there will come a day of judgment when we have to render when God will render justice for what we did or didn't do with the time that was allotted us. And, and the Lord will give us a grace. And, and uh, you know, but, but that, this idea of uh, wrath, I, I was thinking about that, and I thought, well, that wrath may very well be that God leaves us to our own designs if we choose not to exercise the humility that makes for saints who always, the saints who always bring to fruition the noble designs of Almighty God. Does that make sense when I say that? Yeah. I mean, if you have a problem with, uh, you know, the, the, again, uh, quoting St. Quoting Paul, we serve the living and true God and await his Son from heaven whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the coming wrath. That wrath may very well be that God leaves us to our own designs if we choose not to exercise the humility that makes for saints who always bring to, always bring to fruition the noble designs of Almighty God. Humility is key. It's the antithesis of pride is humility. You know, and uh, uh, the you know the, the the Jesus prayer, right? It's a you, you think of the, um, the 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 Pharisee and the tax collector in the temple, and uh, the Pharisee says, you know, oh, oh God, I thank you that I'm not like that tax collector over there because I pay the tithe, I uh, 
I don't know if he if he says I obey the commandments. I, I, anyway, he gives you know he's given giving a litany of uh, his virtues. Uh, I pay the tithe. I give to the poor. I uh, obey the commandments and and the like. I thank you, God, that I'm not like that tax collector over there. But the tax collector, he was uh, he had his uh, head to the uh, to the ground, and he was beating his breast, and he says, "Lord, have mercy on me." I am a poor sinner. And Jesus says that tax collector will be first in the kingdom before the, the Pharisee. For the, because he knew the heart. He knew, he knew the heart of the Pharisee. Uh, and he also knew the sincerity of the repentance, or the, the repentant heart of the uh, tax collector. I mean, there's so many examples of that in uh, sacred scripture. But again, that doesn't negate... And, and, and I guess this is the, 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 the heartache that many feel today when if you hold, if we, if we hold to the, uh, if we love tradition, you know, the, the traditions that have come down to us, we love those traditions because they, they speak to us. Uh, they give, uh, they're, they're powerful symbols uh, reminding us where we've come from. I, again, I mentioned at the beginning my grandmother, you know, and... Uh, you know, those were, those were powerful images uh, to watch her pray the rosary, to, to watch her as she uh, assisted in Mass. I mean, she was, it was just, uh, you know, it was just a beautiful thing. And, uh, and how, she, how she worked and cleaned and, and prayed while she did so. And I even remember, you know, she would, you know, from Poland, a very uh, devout Catholic, but how, you know, and, and she had broken English and all that, but how she would, at that time, Billy Graham was on the mm. television, how she would, he, she would sit down, she put her chair, just a, like a, a chair from the kitchen table, and sit there on that chair and watch, listen to him uh, preach. That, you know, the hunger, the hunger for the, for the truth, the hunger for, for God's Word. And uh, I, 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 I mentioned, too, you know, that, you know, the young people shouldn't be chided for uh, their uh, leaning into tradition and wanting clarity in a time of great confusion, disillusioned by the uh, by the rel- by the uh, uh, the radical secularism of society. And this is something that I hear all the time. And you know, even when I speak of uh, confession, most uh, I'd say. I'd say probably 80% to 85% of the penitents who come are young people. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Young people. So they're, you know, and, and, I, and some, once in a while I'll ask them, you know, from, from where comes this faith of yours? You know, where, from where does this come? And uh, many have, you know, it's, it's just a, they, they've, they've been deprived mm-hmm. of uh, something See, we're created by God for God, and we're, we're held to a high standard. And I, I, I think most people, well, maybe maybe not most people, but it's we do it we do a, a disservice to the people of God if we condescend by dumbing down the full content of our faith. Exactly. You know, again, I always think of St. Paul, who I bring this up all the time, but when he left Ephesus and he said to the priests, 
He says, you know, I to the pres- presbyterate the priest, he says, listen, I, I'm leaving with a clean conscience because I did not withhold from you the full counsel of God, but you got to know that wolves are coming from without as well as from within to divide and destroy. And, and, and that's why, you know, we, in our prayer, we, we pray that we be in, in we, we, I have to pray this every day, you know, that I be infused with the spirit of God, not my spirit, not the spirit of the world, not some deceptive spirit, not, not some Luciferian spirit, but that I be infused with God's spirit, you know, and God, yeah, please save me for myself. Isn't that's one of the petitions of the Our Father, right? Lead us not into temptation, which means you know, save me for myself. Don't let me don't let me lead myself down a path that um, is is going to bring me to my own condemnation and bring others with me. You know, because we we have an obligation, we have responsibility to live the faith, uh, to uh, uh, to live the faith unadulterated sinners that we, that, 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 we, that we are. And again, as, as we enter into the Holy Mass, the Holy Sacrifice, uh, sacrifice is so central, uh, we can't de-emphasize the sacrifice because we enter into that sacrifice. We renew our fiat. We, we renew our covenant with the Lord every time we go to Mass. And we offer our lives through Jesus, in Jesus, for Jesus, with Jesus, to the Father, in order to have communion. And, and that means that Jesus feeds us with himself, that we not collapse, and that he reproduces life in us. Like he said to Francis, you know, or, or the, 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 the saints, right? These are the saints. In their humility, they, they were disposed and receptive to the inner working of God's Spirit. So we pray, God, you know, raise up the saints. Raise up the saints, please, in our day, in our time, Raise up the saints. Because you know when you're in the presence of holiness. You know, as some, somebody told me yesterday, you know, you, you, truth has a ring. And you know when you hear the truth. But you also know when you're, you're being deceived, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take a final break. We'll come back and then I just will look at this, the, the, the one re- reading from the book of Revelation that I just love this reading. I've brought it up before. Uh, like, who are these people? Where have they come from? Those who are uh, there in, around the throne of God, praising God. Um, yeah, well, we'll identify them for you in just a moment. Uh, don't go away. I'll be right back. We'll be right back. I'm Father Anthony on Windsor Change on AM 750 WNDC. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy. St. Stan's is an exceptional private elementary school in Chicago, serving preschool age three and four, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, and first grades. We incorporate Catholic values and rigorous academic, social-emotional learning, Chinese, Spanish, STEM, and more, providing our students with leadership and life skills to transform our world. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy is conveniently located one block north of Division on Noble, just off the Kennedy Expressway. To schedule your tour, visit Chicago. Stanschicago.org. I'm Father Anthony Bush, pastor of St. Stanislaus Costco, the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy in Chicago, and you are listening to The Winds of Change. How long has it been since you have been to church? Busy schedule? Work? Or just lost interest? 
To be Catholic is not just merely attending Mass as just another weekend activity to be checked off the to-do list. Participation in the Sacred Liturgy gives you the opportunity to be intimately connected to Christ through the Holy Eucharist. You can also cleanse yourself of sin through the Sacrament of Reconciliation as a baptized Catholic. Come before the iconic monstrance to be in Christ's presence in the sacred silence of the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy. St. Stanislaus Koska Church is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. St. Stan's is just off the Kennedy, two blocks north of Division on Noble. Come back to Christ through the sacred liturgy and his gift of the sacraments at St. Stan's. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for being with us as we wrap up on this Halloween, the, the Eve of uh, the, the Holy Ones. That's Halloween, Eve of the Holy Ones, Hallowed Eve, the Feast of All Saints. I love this uh, the reading you'll hear tomorrow uh, from the book of Revelation, you know, I, John. Well, I'm not going to read the whole reading. I'm just going to give you a summation of it, but... He, he's, he's, this is, uh, John is, uh, you know, we've got this whole cosmic upheaval going on, and the world is up, upside down, and there's fire and blood and battle and violence and all this stuff, and uh, it's, a, it's a final, um, the, the final uh, battle that, br that will bring the world to pass away and falsehood with it. Uh, but in, in, in any case, he's, he's been drawn, he's drawn, from the, the battleground up into the, into the heavenly court, into heaven, and he sees uh, this, this great multitude, uh, which no one could count, from every nation, every race, every people and tongue. And they stood before the throne of the, they stood before the throne and before the Lamb, wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. And they were crying out in a loud voice, Salvation comes from our God, who is seated on the throne and from the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They prost prostrated themselves before the throne, worshipped God, and exclaimed, Amen, blessing and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving, honor, power, and might. Be to our God forever and ever. And then one of the elders spoke to him and said to John, You know, who are these wearing white robes, and where do they come from? And I love John's response. He says, My Lord, he says, You're the one who knows. And he says, Yes. He said, These are the ones who have survived, survived the time of great distress. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of of the Lamb. This is so beautiful, you know, the universality, the Catholicity of the Church, the universality from every tribe, every nation, every race, people, and tongue. But they've survived the time of distress. We started with uh, the reading from today, right, about uh, yes, uh, even we, we have the Spirit, we groan inwardly as, as we await the liberation of our bodies. St. John opens uh, the book of Revelation. I, John, your brother, I share with you the distress, the kingdom, the endurance we have in Christ Jesus. And so what is this, that they've been washed, their, ro their robes have been, been made white in the blood of the Lamb? Uh, well, certainly you could refer to their, their, their martyrdom, you know, that they participated in the redemptive, redemptive sufferings of Jesus, but also that that redemptive Suffering is perpetuated on the altar of sacrifice. 
that they participated, they assisted, they, um, they, they, they did what we're called to do every time we go to Mass. That's why this is central uh, to who we are, what we profess, and, and really central to the whole... Uh, because we're in the breaches. When we go to Mass, we're, we're in the breaches, like Moses, interceding, offering prayers of supplication, gratitude for our creation, salvation, adoring God, um, seeking forgiveness for our sins. But we're there in the breaches, in the breach, in the breach, I guess you'd say, in the breach, interceding on behalf of those who do not recognize Jesus as the King of the Nations. There's a, uh, coming up this uh, Sunday, or this Sunday or the next Sunday, I believe it's this Sunday, that uh, I am the King of the Nations to be feared. To be feared, the fear of God is a beginning of wisdom. You know, again, we shy away from that because why would God be feared? Not so that we revere God. But the point is that, that in the Mass, mystically, in the Holy Mass, we are mystically being washed in the blood of the Lamb, uh, being made ready for communion, to receive Jesus in Holy Communion, that we not collapse, and that He reproduce His life in us. Again to Francis, rebuild my church, renew my church, give me your life, hold nothing back, because I mean to live in you and through you. And that's the will of God, to live in us and to live through us. And that's why we make it our prayer, Lord, don't let me get in the way, get me out of the way. And thank God that he makes up for what is lacking in us. You know, I was writing that this morning, too. I, I have to thank God as I look back, because I, I wish I would have, I could have, I should have, if, if only. I'd like to go back and, you know, start anew my journey through the priesthood. Uh, but I also pray in thanksgiving to God, who in spite of me, in spite of me, lives in me and through me. And I thank God for doing the same in and through you. Let's keep the faith. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Lord, make us saints. Almighty God, bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Ciao.